This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. September 10th, 1963. It's the first day of the school year in Alabama. The first day of integration at several all-white schools. Governor George Wallace is trying to stop it. President John F. Kennedy is trying to stop Wallace. This wasn't the first round between Wallace and Kennedy. Wallace had been elected the previous November. In his inauguration speech in January, he'd coined a phrase that would become a rallying cry for segregationists. And I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. In June of 1963, Wallace had literally blocked the doorway to a hall at the University of Alabama. He wanted to prevent the first two black students from enrolling at the nation's last all-white state university. Kennedy sent a deputy U.S. attorney to ask the governor to step aside, but he refused. So Kennedy federalized the National Guard. A brigadier general named Henry Graham walked up to Wallace and saluted crisply. Graham was a local, a decorated veteran of World War II in Korea who had retired from the Army but remained in the Guard. He'd commanded the Guard force that protected the Freedom Riders in 1961, and he would do the same for the voting rights activists who marched from Selma to Montgomery in 1965. Now he told Wallace, Sir, it is my sad duty to ask you to step aside under the orders of the President of the United States. Wallace made a brief statement to the crowd, then walked away. The two students, James Hood and Vivian Malone, registered for summer classes at the University of Alabama. Now three months later, as the school year approached, there was frantic legal maneuvering. Five U.S. district judges in Alabama signed a restraining order, forcing Wallace and all his agents to stop interfering with court-ordered school desegregation. Wallace avoided being served with the order. He had state troopers and National Guardsmen shoo the U.S. Marshals away from the Capitol steps long enough for him to slip out of the building at 1 a.m. Wallace had deployed state troopers to stand in schoolhouse doors to prevent integration, just as he'd done at the university. But in the face of the judge's order, he sent the troopers home and brought in National Guardsmen to do it. In response, Kennedy issued a statement that the laws would be enforced and he ordered Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara to once again federalize Alabama's 17,000 National Guardsmen. Some Guardsmen had already showed up at schools, but they quickly left. They were federal troops now, not answerable to Wallace. The governor was finally served the restraining order, and he issued a public statement accusing Kennedy of laying the groundwork for throwing him in jail. He said, is this being done because it's been announced that I might participate in some of the presidential primaries? When we get around to jailing political opponents, we will have taken another long step toward a military dictatorship. 
All of this was over token integration. 20 students were set to integrate schools in Mobile, Tuskegee, and Birmingham. Four black students had enrolled in previously all-white schools the day before in Huntsville. When the black students showed up to enroll, they were met with racist chants, thrown rocks and bricks, mass walkouts by white students. There was fighting outside Birmingham High School. Police made 15 arrests. Three arrests were made outside Murphy High School in Mobile. Inside that school, the two new black students were just completing their first class. It was called Problems in Democracy. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.